section nine of culinary herbs their cultivation harvesting curing and uses this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. culinary herbs their cultivation harvesting curing and uses by maurice grenville keynes culinary herbs defined herb relationships those readers who delight to delve among pedigrees genealogies and family connections may perhaps be a little disappointed to learn that in spite of the odorous nature of the herbs there are none whose history reveals a skeleton in the closet they are all harmless now and then to be sure there occurs records of a seemingly compromising nature such as the effects attributed to the eating or even the handling of celery but such accounts harrowing as they may appear are insufficient to warrant a bar sinister indeed not only is the mass of evidence in favor of the defendant but it casts a reflection upon the credibility of the plaintiff who may usually be shown to have indulged immoderately to have been frightened by hallucinations or even to have arraigned the innocent for his own guilt certain it is that there is not one of the sweet herbs mentioned in this volumes that has not long enjoyed a more or less honored place in the cuisine of all the continents and this in spite of the occasional tootings of some would-be detractor like those classes of society that cannot move with the four hundred the herbs are very exclusive more exclusive indeed than their superiors the other vegetables very few members have they admitted that do not belong to two approved families and such unrelated ones as do reach the charmed circles must first prove their worthiness and then hold their places by intrinsic merit these two coteries are known as the labiate and the umbelliferae the former including the sages mints and their connections the latter the parsleys and their relatives with the exception of tarragon which belongs to the compositae parsley and few of its relatives which have deserted their own ranks all the important leaf herbs belong to the labiate and without a notable exception all the herbs whose seeds are used for flavoring belong to the umbelliferae fennel flower which belongs to the natural order ranunculaceae or crowfoot family is a candidate for admission to the seed sodality cost mary and southern wood of the compositae seek membership with the leaf faction rue of the rutaceae and tansy of the compositae in spite of suspension for their boldness and ill-breeding occasionally force their way back into the domain of the leaf herbs marigold a composite forms a clique by itself the most exclusive club of all it has admitted no members and there seem to be no candidates the important members of the labiate are sage salvia officinalis lin savory saturia hortensis lin savory winter saturia montana lin thyme thymus vulgaris lin majorum origanum majorum o onites lin and m vulgari lin balm melissa officinalis lin basil osimum basilicum lin and o minimum lin 
spearmint mentha spitica lin or m viridis lin peppermint mentha piperita lin rosemary rosmarinus officinalis lin clary salvia scleria lin pennyroyal mentha plugium lin horehound marabium vulgare lin hyssop hyssopus vulgaris lin catnip nepeta cataria lin lavender lavendulivira d c l spica d c these plants which are mostly natives of mild climates of the old world are characterized by having square stems opposite simple leaves and branches and more or less two-lipped flowers which appear in the axils of the leaves occasionally alone but usually several together forming little whorls which often compose loose or compact spikes or racemes each fertile blossom is followed by four little seed-like fruits in the bottom of the calyx which remains attached to the plant the foliage is generally plentifully dotted with minute glands that contain a volatile oil upon which depends the aroma and piquancy peculiar to the individual species the leading species of the umbellifera are parsley carum petrocellinum benth and hook dill anethum gravelens lin fennel foniculum officiale lin angelica arch angelica officinalis hoof m anise pimpinella anisum lin caraway carum caraway lin coriander coriandrum sativum lin chervil sandix serifolium lin cumin or cumin cuminum simonum lin lovage levisticum officinale cotch samphire crithmum maritimum lin like the members of the preceding group the species of the umbellifera are principally natives of mild climates of the old world but many of them extend farther north into the cold parts of the continent even beyond the arctic circle in some cases they have cylindrical usually hollow stems alternate generally compound leaves the basis of whose stalks ensheathe the branches or stems and small flowers almost always arranged in compound terminal umbels the fruits are composed of two seed-like dry carpels each containing a single seed and usually separating when ripe each carpel bears five longitudinal prominent ribs and several often four lesser intermediate ones in the intervals between which numerous oil ducts have their openings from the interior of the fruit the oil is generally found in more or less abundance also in other parts of the plant but is usually most plentiful in the fruits the members of the compositae used as sweet herbs are with the exception of tarragon comparatively unimportant and except for having their flowers in close heads on a common receptacle surrounded by an involucre have few conspicuous characters in common no further space except that required for their enumeration need here be devoted to them and this remark will apply also to the other two herbs mentioned further below compositae marigold pot calundula officinalis lin tansy thanacetum vulgaris lin 
tarragon artemisia dracunculus lin southern wood artemisia abrotanum lin rutaceae rue ruta gravinolins lin boraginacea borage borago officinalis lin ranuculacea fennel flower nigella sativa lin before dismissing this section of the subject it may be interesting to glance over the list of names once more seven of these plants were formerly so prominent in medicine that they were designated official and nearly all the others were extensively used by physicians at the present day there are very few that have not passed entirely out of official medicine and even out of domestic practice at least so far as their intrinsic qualities are concerned some to be sure are still employed because of their pleasant flavors which disguise the disagreeable taste of other drugs but this is a very different matter one of the most notable of these is fennel what wonders could that plant not perform three hundred years ago in parkinson's theatricum botanicum sixteen forty its virtues are recorded apart from its use as food for which then as now it was highly esteemed without the attachment of any medicinal qualities as an esculent it was considered efficacious in cases of gout jaundice cramps shortness of breath wheezing of the lungs for cleansing of the blood and improving the complexion to use as an eye-water or to increase the flow of milk as a remedy for serpent bites or an antidote for poisonous herbs and mushrooms and for people who are grown fat to abate their unwieldiness and make them more gaunt and lank but let us peep into the nineteenth edition of the united states dispensatory can this be the same fennel which is one of our most grateful aromatics and which because of the absence of any highly excitant property is recommended for mixing with unpleasant medicines ask any druggist and he will say it is used for little else nowadays than for making a tea to give babies for wind on their stomachs strange but true it is similar statements if not more remarkable ones could be made about many of the other herbs herein discussed many of these are spoken of as formally considered specific for such and such troubles but now known to be inert the cause is not far to seek an imaginative and superstitious people attached fanciful powers to these and hundreds of other plants which the intervening centuries have been unable wholly to eradicate for among the more ignorant classes especially of europe many of these relics of a dark age still persist but let us not gloat over our superior knowledge after a similar lapse of time may not our vaunted wisdom concerning the properties of plants look as ridiculous to the delver among our musty volumes indeed it may if we may judge by the discoveries and investigations of only the past fifty years during this time a surprisingly large number of plants have been proved to be not merely innocuous instead of poisonous as they were reputed but fit for human food and even of superior excellence End of section 9